Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. What are you talking about here from the beginning, Gavin? You were mentioned in episode 38 and didn't become a recurring character to weigh into the 50s. Ass. The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you started a podcast 299 episodes ago without a plan for 300, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe, this is episode number 300, the 300 Pods of Heavenly Joy edition of the show, where we talk about why this show is so much like it is, and where it's going to go next. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Are You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Fist Eddie School of Podcasts. And hey, are you interested in breaking into the exciting new world of podcasting? You want to learn how to like create, produce, and distribute your own podcast just like them big wigs at the, I don't know, Spotify or Celtic Kings? Is you ever thought to yourself, Jesus, this fucking idiot has got his own podcast, so why don't I got one? Then come on down to Fast Eddie School of Podcasting. We can teach you how to do all that shit. Our instructors are all podcasting professionals. All of them there got the, their own shows like uh, 50 First Time Farts by Lynn Kowalski on Anchor.fm or uh, I Seen This Movie One Time by Lev Domiski on Anchor FM or My Son Herbert Doesn't Call Me by Eileen Moskowitz on Anchor FM. And you too could be a big time podcast host. All you need is training and Fast Eddie School to Podcast could give it to you. Act now to get a free video by this guy, Gavin St. James, producer of the podcast that you are listening to now on how to keep your host happy by keeping him drunk most of the time. Fast Eddie School of Podcasting. Podcast is so easy a monkey could do it, but, uh, you know, you're probably going to need some help. I wanted 300. 300? Ah, 300. It's 300, Mom. How about 300? Three. 300. You have selected 300. Like... 300 and something? Well, what about 300? My God, that sounds like a lot. Is that a lot? It's plenty. Weather today in the greater Cincinnati area. I love you so badly. I could... Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks the simple question, when you decided the world really needed Braddock missing an action three, what the hell were you thinking? They're solid plastic, so don't settle for imitation. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought nose hair was an acceptable mustache substitute, what the hell were you thinking? But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you found yourself all riled up about a snowstorm in January, what the hell were you thinking? Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you live in a universe filled with horrible threats to humanity and don't have a space force, what the hell were you thinking? Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. 
baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm doing a podcast now in New York City on a network called Seltzer King. Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking. Hard to part up and down the dial. Maybe you and me were never meant to be. But baby, listen in once in a while. I'm on a podcast network called Seltzer Kings. I am not now, nor have I ever been good at the whole commitment thing. Shocking. I know, I know. A middle-aged man who was never married, who's had multiple careers over his life and spends most of his free time drinking? Who can imagine it? It isn't that I'm incapable of committing to something. After all, I did a decade in the military, which in retrospect, uh, I did walk away from halfway to retirement, so that really doesn't make me sound all that committed. But uh, I did volunteer and complete my contract, so I know I can do it. I I I just don't like to. And to be honest, that whole military thing really fucked me up because that was supposed to be, you know, like my life. So what happened? Turns out I was very bad at the uh, very important part of being in the military. The part that required me to put up with stupid bullshit because someone who outranked me told me I had to. I'm not what you would call a team player. You know, really, it's my parents' fault because they wouldn't let me get into scouting when I was a kid. But on the other hand... I was never molested by a scoutmaster, so I guess it turned out for the best. Still, ever since leaving the military, I've struggled to find something I wanted to do as much as I'd wanted to be in the military. I tried to be a cop, but police work and I didn't go well together at all. You see, they wanted me to be an unthinking, systemically racist automaton, and I rather thought it might be nice to actually help people. Well, there's your problem. So I went to college, which I very much enjoyed. Unfortunately for everyone involved, particularly me, college proved to be uh, prohibitively expensive, and all I got from the experience is a staggering student loan debt and some friends for life. So again, good with the bad. I moved to New York City with 700 bucks in my pocket and a dream. Oh, (laughs) it was the dream mostly of getting the fuck out of Washington, D.C., where I'd recently been fired from yet another job and was staring down the prospect of being a security guard at a federal building. So when I was offered by my college friends to move up here and live with them, I said, fuck it and did. Granted, maybe this was not the best idea. Yeah, maybe not, because I found myself working at a pet daycare spa in Soho. And when you once had a job looking for bombs with a dog for the Secret Service standing and you found yourself standing in a room full of tiny yapping dogs, it seems that you've fallen a pretty goddamn long way. And also, I got fired from that job for telling the management that lemon pine salt was not an effective germicidal disinfectant. However... That job led to working as a vet tech at an animal hospital, and that was a great job. I found that I really enjoyed the work, and I was good at it. Moved up pretty quickly, got good raises, premium hours, and was given a lot of freedom on the job. This might have been because my boss and I rapidly became drinking buddies, and it was widely assumed that we were fucking. I mean, that wasn't true, but it was only because I looked way too much like her ex. Trust me, if I'd have had a different hair color or something like that or just circumstances have been slightly different or we just gotten a little too drunk just that one time we definitely would have anyway that job was amazing and between it and all the pet sitting gigs it got me i was pulling in really great money so naturally i got fired from that job too after a bernie's mountain dog nearly tore my eye out and i reacted without thinking and punched it in the side no one was hurt not the dog anyway 
But doing that made one person call me an animal abuser, and to save the practice's reputation, I had to go. Dude, wow. And because of the person who made that accusation, went around shitting my name to every other veterinary in the city, I had to sue them to get them to stop. I couldn't get a job working anywhere for years. I wound up working a series of dead-end vet jobs for increasingly crazier bosses. I was nearly evicted three times from my apartment, had a deadbeat roommate stiff me for six grand in rent, and refused to move out, had to borrow money from all of my friends, and was generally in the worst place in my entire life, and was actively contemplating suicide. In closing, these stories have not been embellished because they need no embellishment. They are simply, horrifyingly, the story of my life as a short, stocky, slow-witted, bald man. (laughs) Yeah, except I'm not short or bald or slow-witted, but everything else totally accurate. So, there I was, the worst point in my life, the worst point ever. And that's when I thought, why not start a podcast? Because I thought people would want to hear my adventures or something. Funny thing. Almost instantly after I started the show, my life started changing for the better. Within a few months, I got a job that paid well and did not involve working with animals or clinically diagnosable veterinarians. You know, you might notice I don't talk about a lot of time in my a lot of my time in the vet medicine fields. There's a reason for that because I honestly believe telling you those stories would either make you hate me or make you hate your veterinarian and your pets need to see your vet even if they are a horrible person. With the new job and the help of a good friend, I was able to move out of my shared apartment into a place by myself. And in New York City, that's a fucking accomplishment. And now, my job gives me all kinds of freedom to work on the show and the money to produce it. And all in all, my life since April of 2015, when the first episode of this podcast went out, is exponentially better than it was before. I'm not saying that the two are correlated, but I'm superstitious enough not to fuck up a winning streak when I'm on one. And this show has filled a lot of gaps in my life. That only sounds sad. I've always considered myself first and foremost a writer and the demands of producing content on a weekly deadline have really challenged that consideration over the years. Now, conceiving, researching, writing, and producing the show gives me something to challenge my mind and fill up an awful lot of empty hours. Having this show has kept me sane during the pandemic and kept me in contact with a lot of people I might not have known if I wasn't doing the show. It would be hyperbolic to say that this show saved my life, but not at all to say that it saved my sanity. So, you know, I'm probably going to keep doing it for a while. And things are easier now. We've got the support of the network, which all of my jokes aside about them not financing my research, it really does mean a lot. We're running ads on the show, which I admit, not the greatest for you, the listener, but for the first time in six years of doing it, we actually made money. It's not Cadillac money, but it's something. We're working on making our Patreon a thing, which I'm going to admit we have got a lot to do, but we got plans. More than anything else, we got connections with other shows, and that's the name of the game in the pod business. In the future, you'll see me pop up in strange places talking to strange people, reaching out to people who won't hear the show otherwise, and that will get more people to listen so we can make more money from ads and use that to do bigger and better things. Like, imagine a live show with me on the stage. What would that be like? I don't know. It could just be me singing 70s TV things. Who knows? I'm just saying it could happen. And that's all because of the network. Which brings me to the interview portion of the show. Yeah, that's true. We have an interview portion. We don't do that ever. See, I told you things were changing. So uh, without further ado, I 
Give to you, pod friends. I'm Jerry Milan of the Seltzer Kings Podcast Network. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recording. Regular listeners to this show will know that uh, we have quite the cast of characters. There's producer Gavin, Fast Eddie Policiano, Gordo Tremblay, and so many more of them that may or may not be, uh, uh, you know, exactly real. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> so when the show was picked up by the network last summer, I could see how a few of you might have questions. So... As part of our big 300th episode celebration, I want to bring someone on who can lay all of your questions to rest. He's the host and producer of Last Podcast Network, The Adventures of Danny and Mike, a producer on the Bradshaw Boys podcast and Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. He's the host of the Going Dork podcast and is the co-owner of Seltzer King's Podcast Network. Please welcome to What the Hell Were You Thinking? The very real and not at all imaginary, Jeremy Ballon. I'm real. I've never gotten clap uh, clap intro on any podcast I've ever done in my entire you life. See, so. You see, you got to work with more people that are obsessed with drops and sound effects. That's oh, dude, it, that's, I love it. That's the how, how the entire theme of my stupid show works. Hey, man, thanks it. for doing this. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm glad that I can finally... Um... Well, I guess nobody's seeing me, so I, I could be some sort of AI. You know, this is true. Like... I mean, I could have finally managed to mask my voice more effectively than I do with, you know... Any other possibly imaginary characters? We're not here to talk about things like that. They're real to me. They're real to the listeners. That's all that's important. Well, maybe this is you just having a conversation with yourself. It's entirely possible. But that, that happens all the time. Basically, that's what the entire podcast is. It's just me yeah. yelling at myself for 30 minutes a week. So It's like you would be the best podcast Jeff Dunham ever. <laughs> if you Except could do that. far, far less racist. Just yeah, way less. Much less, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, so I got to open with this one question because you know, you know people in the biz. You know, mm -hmm. you're you're affiliated with the guys over at the Last Podcast Network, and maybe you'll have an answer for this. Who shit in Kissel's tub? Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, that <laughs> is a uh, a storyline that uh, I'm enamored with. I've, obviously, I'm a huge fan of uh, Last Podcast on the Left and all those guys. They've been very nice to us, and um, you know, the friends we've sort of known them before their huge success with the podcast and uh so yeah if i had the answer to that i would uh somehow monetize it and um spread it to the world <laughs> but <laughs> it's just not the case i wish i knew i don't uh well i guess the mystery continues yeah all right so you you have started the seltzer kings podcast network you yeah. want to tell me what that is and and what's what's the thinking behind it yeah, so basically my uh, buddy Danny and I have done, um, you know, podcasts and comedy sketches, and we had a sketch group called Man Boobs for years, and basically, you know, he's a former child star. He was Pete from, Little Pete from Pete and Pete, um, so he sort of had his foot in the door of, uh, you know, a lot of things that sort of I didn't when I was first here in New York, so we became best friends very, very uh, quickly. He was a co-friend of my he was best friends with my other friend, Brendan, who's in Man Boobs. And uh, anyway, so we, you know, did comedy for years. And then sort of uh, at some point, I'm like, we should, really should do a Pete and Pete podcast because it was sort of early on and there weren't a lot of them out there yet. Um, this was what? This was when? Uh, 20, I think we started in 2013, 2012. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. End of 2012. Yeah. So the... Um, 
it just sort of was a, ba- a, a, a sort of a um it was a no brainer to just be like hey we have the the people and you know mike and danny are so good together and they have that sort of weird uh brotherly like even still all these years later they have that weird brotherly like uh you know how they butt heads a little bit so we sort of just used that and potted for years and years and tried to get um sort of the show off the off the ground and um yeah basically from there i just uh we had always talked about the network and seltzer kings and this little studio was aptly named seltzer kings um so from there you know the network was born after um i had started doing some solo pods and uh yeah i mean it just sort of started from there as as we 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 wanted to build this thing into a network so officially it's danny mike and, and i they have minor uh, stakes in the business and mm-hmm. then i sort of am the majority owner of uh operations and everything you know i do i do all the hard work basically yeah you, you know do, the, 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 basis. the chopping the, the screwing and all the things that comes yeah with, yeah, with yeah. the uh with putting together and, and distributing a show where did yeah. the name seltzer kings come from i mean was it just something that was it was a personal joke or did it just evolve well we had done this um we would sort of uh, Danny had loved seltzer for years, as did Mike. Mike's a Brooklyn kid, so he, he I guess, grew up drinking it. I, it was something new to me. When I first took seltzer home to Ohio, they were like, what the fuck is this? Where's the sugar? You had never had New York I, seltzer growing up? No, not really. I don't think wow. I ever had. Or I never wanted to. I had Coke and Mountain Dew. and Yeah, you know, yeah. Big Red. Remember Big Red? Oh, yeah, of course, Big Red. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the gist is that, you know, I, I got to uh, New York and my eating habits and I was, you know, drinking soda and I had sort of had to take a look at that. So I ditched soda and unfortunately I'm on coffee now, but, um, seltzer was like the thing on set that I could just grab when I was working Yeah, and didn't have sugar and it didn't mess with my (laughs) pre-diabetes. And, uh, so yeah, I just stuck with it. And one summer we just went big with it and polar started coming out with all these seasonal flavors and seltzer really just got, huge as it is today and yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you were one step so ahead of white claw yeah exactly <laughs> thank god Couldn't oh, live okay yeah. so you guys started off with with the one pod the adventures of danny and mike and that kind of yeah. grew into grew into a bigger thing yeah. when did you start getting the idea to start to start up the new show to the different shows oh your delivery's here i don't have a delivery i don't know where that's coming from oh boy one go check yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see if it buzzes again. Half the time, somebody's just buzzing the door. Oh, yeah, I got you. No problem. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and roll. Okay. I forget. That. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, let me just start that question from the top. So, you know, you got the adventures of Danny and Mike going. And when did you start coming up with the idea for, for the new and different shows? Or did you just sort of, they just sort of evolved naturally? Well, I think when the network came you know, to be as a thing. And, and obviously Danny Mike's on, on the last podcast network. So th- they're more, we engineer obviously through Seltzer Kings and then they're yeah. on the network of LPN. But, you know, from there we all kind of wanted to do um, solo things. So, so I um, had done this podcast called Fresh Beef, uh, which is sort of dormant at the moment with my buddy Dave and another Dave. And uh, we took, uh, the basic gist was that we would take um, internet comments. It was called Fresh Beef. It was about the history of internet commenting. Um, well, not the history, but it's about internet commenting. And um, 
we would take these reviews from all over the internet, Amazon, uh, wherever, GameStop, whatever, and then we would have a comedian basically take over that persona of the person who left the interview. And so they, so we'd build off that and then improvise a full hour episode. Um, so that we did for a while, and that sort of, uh, you know, was one another one in the library. And then uh, Danny wanted to do a solo, and we have been prepping that. That's called DT's LPs. That's going to come out this year. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it in the hopper, but yeah, yeah, this year everything is is moving at its own pace. So right. Well, and then the pandemic hit. So we, I just was like, this is my time to put my, you know, get my ass in gear, and you know. Even though there was a huge, you know, pandemic out there, and it was kind of perfect for podcasting, but you, everybody's home anyway. leaving my house anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, um, yeah, it was something like that where it was just like you know we we just started building and building. It was like, hey, we should we should make this a thing, and um, you know, now it's uh, you know we just released the LB podcast, uh, Bad Advice, where she just there's an episode coming out uh, today actually that's just so personal and so. You know, she talks about her weight and talks about um, sort of her perception or, and and uh, how she has looked has been looked upon and how it is as a you know successful famous person being looked on as overweight and it's just amazing. So definitely check that out. Bad advice with Laura Bettenberg. Yeah, and, I've been super impressed by that show. Mm-hmm. I you know advice podcasts are probably a dime a dozen, but I found right. it really personal and intense and. And yeah. relevant, and yeah, and the yeah, advice man. good, you know. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I know the name of the show is bad advice. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, no. Um, they, and then they you have the Bradshaw best. Boys yeah. kicking around out there. Bradshaw Boys are just straight up killing it. Yeah, they came in um, right after we we I started. That was sort of actually the first one after Danny and Mike because my buddy Corey um, was starting this new thing and. Uh, you know, he had this idea for this, you know, one of these drunken podcast ideas at a bar one night with his friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we just developed it and and made it into a thing. And at this point, every every actor's been on, the producers have been on, the direct some dr- uh, directors of the episodes. Like, they have completely um, created this world, which is just incredible to see. Yeah, that that is impressive. I mean, yeah. admittedly, you guys probably haven't gotten Carrie and Samantha in the room together. You know, so that's you know. probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> probably not. They no. are going to do the new series, so that's positive and fun. Yeah, that is nice to have fresh content coming out to uh, to keep the show going. Because yeah, yeah, there comes a certain point after you've talked about all the episodes that you just have to let it go. Yeah, yeah, and you know that um, that was uh, tough to sort of pivot because you know once you're through all the uh, media. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? But, you know, they pivoted nicely as as making it sort of a podcast through the lens of Sex and the City about um, self-care, you know, about all the sort of things that they've talked about over the last yeah three years. So Exactly. And then, uh, for some god-awful reason, you just decided to pick up some lunatic just shouting to himself in a, in a car lot in Queens? Well, yes. Uh, lots of thought went into it, and uh, no, not, none at all. It was a, it was a no-brainer. Um, we had become friends through my girlfriend, Marla, who you have been longtime friends with. Um, and we just, yeah, I think you and I had started just hanging out and talking pod. And, yeah, talking pod. Uh, would would see each other at, at weddings and uh, birthday parties and, uh, you know, the important stuff. The important stuff in life, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I think it just went from there where it was like, hey, this network... We'd love to talk to you, and yeah, here we are. Yeah, 
We've actually turned a profit in Q4. Yeah, dude. Everything together with yep. both Patreon and the uh, and the ad revenues. Uh, count, once I subtracted web hosting, because you know that's on that's on my end. Yeah, it's yeah. about three dollars. I'm impressed. Okay. It's the first Not profit bad. in five years. Yeah, dude. I promised. I promised it was. Uh, it was all up from here. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, sky's the limit, man. We might see sticks in the Q five and Q one of this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but honestly, and uh, from the heart, I I I love what you do, and and you're so dedicated to it. And 300 episodes is not an easy feat. I mean, we're at like 150, and it's felt like pulling nails to get those 150 out. So oh yeah, every time I sit down at the beginning of the week to start to write a new show, I just like, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Well, and then something comes along that makes me want to talk about it, and then I do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I don't know. I just I just really enjoyed that. Uh, I don't know. I just like the candor of the podcast. I like I like that um that that it's written. I like that 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 uh you know the subject matter of nearly all of the podcasts that I've listened to are just fun interesting. You know, some of them are just you know you get angry at for for the QAnon shit and you know all this other stuff, but then a lot of times it's just like great listening and it's good to hear someone vent and and uh, Yeah, I've tried just, to I've tried to make it Tried to move away from the rant of the week sort of thing, and mm-hmm. uh, I, that's the one of the things that I that I'm that I'm most proud of since I've moved to Seltzer Kings is I've made a conspicuous effort to to mm. move away from the rant of the week. They're still in there because the world still yeah. is like it is, but you know they're getting they're getting more structured, they're getting more research, they're getting yeah. more thematic, and that's that's definitely the influence of. of of hanging out with a bunch of people that do this for a living. So yeah. and I appreciate that. So, yeah, well, we, uh, yeah, I, su- I super enjoy it. And, you know, when I, uh, I, we have a car now. Um, so when I'm in, we actually just listened to uh, one of yours in the old Honda fit. So we, we, I like to skip around and just listen, you know, I don't listen to every single episode, but just because of uh, yeah. time reasons, but, um, oh God, <laughs> how many of them yeah. you already, you know, so, yeah, but, uh, even even our podcast, I don't listen to every episode. So, um, I mean, I do when I edit, but that's yeah. once through. Um, you know, of course, I was there, so I heard the whole thing initially. Um, but yeah, it's just it's fun to to peek into all these little worlds that we're creating, and 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 I, I just I love uh, I love yours. So thanks, man. So yeah. once I'm all of this real. is over, if I'm talking about you know the pandemic. Yeah. What you know, you guys going back out on the road with Danny and Mike or these other or the Ratshaw boys? You're looking to do that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, back to to touring and uh, before the pandemic, uh, it had started out pretty strong. You know, we did uh, January. We had done, um, I think ten shows with LB. So we just toured Florida basically and some of the uh, surrounding tri-state area, and did a fun little like you know tour before. Um, before the year ended and then once january come we did a few in florida and then um the shit hit the fan yeah 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 so certainly then, did since then we've been just kind of wondering but yeah i mean we haven't really done much uh we wanted to do some sort of live you know like uh patreon or like a uh, pay-per-view show or something so we're still working on that depending on how long this stuff goes but um yeah yeah you know. the boys on the last podcast have had to cancel their book tour officially you know, just that—that that was just—I was on Instagram right before we got on the line, and uh, they had to cancel everything. And yeah. just, eventually, it will come back, and you guys will yeah. get able to go on the road again. So you know, yeah. and who knows? Like I, I'd love to do some sort of Seltzer Kings once. So uh, we have a few of these up and going. Do some sort of Seltzer Kings live event, and uh, yeah, absolutely, do a podcast day or something where we can, you know, 
Yep. One of these days, we can start putting it together. We'll uh, do a big network. Uh, even if we have to do it virtually, you know, we'll all get together yeah. and, shit yeah. and, and, and drink some drinks and, and, and tell lies. So absolutely. So yeah, that's the uh, Seltzer Kings gist, but um, all right. Yeah, well, very, very happy to have you and, and I'm you know, happy I, to I be just here love too. the new, you know, all the new yeah. artwork and all the new, the sort of new push of uh, what the hell. So I'm, I'm yeah, exactly. And we, I do promise you listeners out there, we will get the merch up. We'll get the Patreon going and you know, it'll, it'll, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, get a, 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 a Gen Z or a Zoomer to do some social media for yeah. us, but, you know, that's the dream. Somebody out there has right. got to have an illegitimate kid, probably me, that could take care of that well, stuff. So start Googling, start doing some research. <laughs> exactly. All get on the country's genetic database. Yeah. <laughs> <A little. laughs> don't forget Saigon. Don't forget, you know, all those know, places that I, you know, to all the women that I've loved before that, uh, right. you know, at least for a little time. Yeah, because that's, again, the theme of this show. So, you know, and we're getting towards the wrap up here. And uh, I, I have to ask you because I've been saying I'm going to ask you, are you, in fact, a lizard alien? I don't think so. Uh, I think I'm just a human being with flaws, uh, a little bit of depression in there, a little okay. bit of uh, yeah. insecurity, sort of body image stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, well, I guess more importantly, does does my implying that you might be a lizard alien on my podcast in any way offend you or disturb you? Because I would stop doing that if it did. Oh, no. No, actually, <laughs> you know, once one drunken stone night, I... I, I I kind of thought Danny might be, you know, because he's certainly this is what I think. Listen, he was an OG Nickelodeon guy, and exactly. who knows what they put in the fucking water, you know, uh, and that, that crap. That explains table. so much about '90s Nickelodeons. You know, uh, I, I'm telling you, like I said to you, I've said it offline. I don't think Lori Beth's an, an lizard alien, but I know that she knows where those bodies are buried. Yeah, well, one of these days we'll, we'll someday we'll find out that and who shit in Kissel's tub. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the a uh, lot of lot of life's great mysteries. Are still <laughs> a lot of a lot of podcasting mysteries floating around out there. And and full full disclosure, Danny's kid blinks normally. He doesn't blink vertically. Like oh man, just, yeah. So I think he's that's either I, that's either really good genetic engineering. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeremy, he, thanks for coming on to do with this, do this of, with me, man. Of course, man. Keep him up, and uh, yeah, I'm very very happy to see what the future holds for us all once the pandemic's over and we can. It'll be over someday. Yeah, it'll be over someday. Yep. All right, man. That's all, all I right. got. You got anything? Got anything you want to pitch? Uh, check out SeltzerKings.com. Um, I have a podcast called uh, Going Dork that I have uh, started and did some review episodes and did one episode with Danny where his family, uh, his mom had uh, an orb show up at their front door. Yeah, that was uh, a great episode, man. Those were thanks, I want to see more of that stuff. So well, that's coming. I've just sort of been. Struggling with you know, all of my stuff and uh, creatively, there's, there's real life and there's all the yeah. other stuff. Yep, I understand. So just trying to keep the balls in the air, but yeah, go listen to to uh, Going Dork. I'm going to put some more of those out. Um, the next two should be coming out uh, this. So uh, what happens next? Month. And then um, normally we get really drunk. Uh, yeah, but I'm in for the show. Uh, well, for the past few weeks, you kind of got a glimpse of the direction I'm planning on taking the uh, show, address, diving more into the what the hell uh, history um, of strange yeah, shit of cultural Mike. moments um, that I think you're interested in. Hopefully you do too. There is going to be and way you know less check out rage of the week the shows as the pandemic hopefully winds down and dog the one of the further into our memories. I think 
nobody a lot of needed. Like really yeah, the what the hell history shows are harder to write, but after 300 episodes, they've gotten pretty good at turning them around. So keep your eye on the feeds for them. And as we grow, I'd really like to incorporate listener input into the show. So if you've got ideas or things you want to hear, let us know. You can find all the ways to reach us in the show notes we put in every week. Y'all do read those because the staff puts in a lot of work on them. And we've got that voicemail line. So, you know, if you call it, we will put you on the pod. No matter what, we're contractually obligated to do this for another two years. So we got to come up with something to put out, even if it's just Gavin pontificating on the nature of British aristocracy. And really, most of all, I want to thank all of you who have traveled this strange fucking journey with me in this show. I can't imagine why, but you started listening to my ramblings and for some reason suck around. Some of you donate to the show and bless you wonderful work you were doing. Some of you drop in and out, which I totally understand. But I want to say I do it for you guys. Well, we all know that I do it for my ego and I would sincerely like to thank you for indulging my ego. I never thought I would do this for 300 episodes. I said at the beginning, this would last six weeks and I'd be out. But I guess I finally found something I could commit to after all. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. <laughs> that is it for this 300th episode. You know these things are always super navel-gazy, and honestly, I don't even know why I do them, but they're an excuse not to have to write a whole big thing and just have some fun, or maybe not fun, since that whole opener was kind of a bummer, but it all turned out okay in the end because of the podcast. So if your life is a little down in the dumps and things are looking grim, try starting your own podcast, I guess. No, no, don't do that. We don't need the competition. Do all of the things we normally ask you to do. Rate and reviews, follow on shows, donate to Patreon, etc. Do all those things. You know where they are. We'll talk about them again next week when we're back with a regular show. So let's not worry about it for now. Just thanks for being with me on this fucking journey, all right? So for me, Dave, I got 300 more Andy Bledsoe. Producer, this, this is what you're doing for your 300th episode, my God. Gavin and all the fictional minions on this show, we want to say, hoy, hoy, baby. We are your boys. We got 300 pods of heavenly joy. And we'll see you all next week. What the hell were you thinking stars Dave Bledsoe and features Gavin St. James and several fictional minions. The show is produced by Kimberly Steele and a part of the Seltzer Kings Podcast Network. You can find more information on the show on their website, whatthehellpodcast.com, or on Twitter at thehell underscore podcast, or on Facebook as What The Hell Podcast. Thanks for listening. I have no ending for this, so I take a small bow.